Welcome to the Profitable Gym Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Berkovitz, and I transformed my struggling gym into a seven-figure money-making machine. My goal is to help give you the tools, strategies, and skills that you can immediately implement in your gym to start thinking like a business owner, making more money, and changing more lives. If you want access to more content like this and a community of gym owners who are on their way to becoming wildly profitable, join our exclusive free Facebook group by going to gymexpert.co slash group. We've got a great episode in store for you today, so let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are live once again, and today we are going to be talking about a five figure lead nurture system that is going to have some incredible and amazingly impactful results on your business. And again, this is another one of those systems that you guys are going to be able to implement right away. And it's going to make a huge difference. And it's a simple system. Now, again, when we talk simple systems, they are things that are not overly complicated, but that doesn't make them easy, especially when we start talking about doing things at scale. So the very first thing, like we've talked about before, is you need to have an actual sales system in place. So what that means is you need to decide, you need to make the concerted decision of, are you going to be running? What's your front end offer? How are you getting people in? How are you attracting them? Is that through a seven-day trial? Is it through a 21-day trial? Is it through a, a low barrier, a low barrier offer for a month? There's a lot of different options there. And again, I'm going to save the conversation of which one you should do there. I know I've talked before about the seven-day trial is probably going to be the best one. Either the seven-day or the six-week as a blanket statement is going to be the best one. And, and we'll dive into those in, in, another, in another video. But let's, for the sake of this conversation, go on the pretense that you've already selected that. So you've already chosen what your front-end offer is. And you may already have one. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk specifically about what you're going to do as soon as you get a lead for whatever that offer is. Now, what I'm running in my gym is still a seven-day free trial. So the basis of this conversation is going to be based on that seven-day free trial. So the first thing, like I said, the very, very, very first thing that you need to do is pick what that front-end offer is going to be. Now, for the sake of this conversation, we're going to say that the seven-day trial is what you have selected just like it is what I've selected. Now, one thing I want you guys to be very clear on here is that somebody who walks into your gym or somebody who calls into your gym is obviously a lead, but that's not going to suffice. That's not going to be sufficient as your only source of leads. We need another way to get leads. And one of the best ways, one of the most scalable ways to do that is through paid marketing, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, things like that. And again, we're not going to dive too much into that and how to run those campaigns, how to target, what kind of messaging to have. There's a whole, there's a whole dedicated time that we can spend and, and really dive deep on that. And we will, but again, let's now go off of the pretense that you have a seven day free trial that you're offering and you have some sort of lead generation system in place as well. So now what we're going to talk about is what you are going to do when you actually get a lead and how this is going to have an impact on your business and how this is going to change the amount of money that you're able to collect. Like I said, this is a five 
figure a month lead nurture system. So just by doing this, you'll be able to collect five extra figures every single month. And that might sound a little unbelievable, but I'll show you. I'll break down the numbers and you'll see it's very, very attainable. So you're, like I said, you're going to need to have some form of system in place to allow people to book a call with you or have a meeting with you, whether that's in person. You can choose. Calls are usually a little easier, especially when it's that very, very first point of contact. So what I'm going to do is if you're only listening to this, I recommend having eyes on this so you can see me. So watching the video and really being able to see, I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to run you through some specifics and some numbers of how this whole thing breaks down to give you a really good and clear cut idea of visually the representation here. So what we're going to do, like I said, is specifically talk today about what you're going to do before your consult call. So we're not going to talk too much about what happens on the trial or during what your front end offer is. That's a separate conversation. We want to, we want to specifically nail down today what happens from the time you get a lead to the time you enroll them into your front end program. Okay. So for starters, there is an acronym I want you all to remember that should be etched into your brain. It's T-K-A-D. Time kills all deals. And that is applicable to any port, any point of the sales process. So whether that is a new lead coming to you, whether that is somebody who's looking to sign up and pay you and give you money, what I mean by this is that the longer you wait to close a deal, the less likely you are to close it the longer that you give somebody time to think, to mull things over, to make decisions, the likelihood of them either talking themselves out of it or getting distracted with life and other things coming, coming in and derailing them from this plan, the higher likely, there's a higher likelihood that's going to happen. And again, think contextually about the people who are coming to you. They've been struggling with, you know, X, Y, and Z for so long. And there's always been things and excuses and reasons why they haven't done it. And now they're finally taking some form of action to make a change. And again, the longer we allow them to procrastinate on making that decision that they've already begun to make, the higher the likelihood that we lose that deal. And again, think about yourself. If you had a coach who was letting you procrastinate, letting you take your time and not actually being an action taker, is that a coach you would really put all of your trust in to get you to where you want to be? Probably not, right? So they're going to be thinking the same thing. So let's look at it this way. From the time that a prospect opts in or becomes a lead or essentially comes to you in whichever way they do, the pain in which they are experiencing is at its highest point. So the longer we wait, the longer we delay, the longer, the longer we take for them to take some form of that next step of action, that pain will continue to decrease until it once again reaches near zero or to a point where they have forgotten about it until something again later will spike them. So think about it this way. Let's say you're running an ad. They're scrolling on their Instagram, they're wasting time doing whatever, and they see your ad and something in your ad speaks to them. Whatever it was in your ad that spoke to them spiked their pain. That brought their pain up to the very, very surface, and it's something that was very high for them. Now, the longer that we wait between 
that particular moment and having a call with them or having a meeting with them, that pain will continue to decrease. But if we have checkpoints or we have little touch points or reach outs to them in between those two time periods, then that will continue to keep that pain high. Therefore, giving you a higher likelihood of actually closing that deal. So what is our objective with lead nurture? We have two. And the first one is to have as many leads as possible scheduled in for an appointment. That's objective number one. Objective number two is to have as many scheduled leads show up to their appointment. Okay, so two objectives. Number one, have as many of those leads book with us. Number two is have as many of those booked leads as possible actually show up for their appointments. Okay, now there's two beliefs that I want to break. We've talked about limiting beliefs that we have, and there's two beliefs that I want to instill in you and make sure they are broken. Number one is that the prospects are showing interest in you and what you are doing. So by you following up with them continually, you're not bothering them. And we oftentimes think, oh, I don't want to bother somebody. I don't want to bug them. They've opted in. They have shown interest. You are not bothering them. So don't feel bad about it. Number two is it's never too late to call them. Now think about it this way. If you just randomly pick up the phone and call somebody at 11 o'clock, yes, of course, that might be a little late. But if somebody opts into one of your ads late, that means they are still actively looking at what you are doing and they are actively on their phones, on their computers, and they are ready to take that next step. And it's not to say you have to have a lengthy conversation with them. It's just a confirmation. But I understand life happens. And if you are not awake when they opt in, of course, you can't actually reach out to them. But you understand the premise here. So don't allow yourself to be limited by the time. And again, this will make a huge difference when it comes to actually having more of those people, like we said with our two objectives, either uh, show up for their call, excuse me, either book their call or number two, show up for their call. So let's look at the industry average numbers. So the percentage of leads that schedule is 60%. The percentage of scheduled leads that show is 50%. Now from those leads that show, there's a 50% on average close rate, the industry average, of course, and over the phone is slightly lower just because the person's not actually in your facility. So it's around 40%. And then what that means is your total close rate is 15%. Okay. Now let's, let's look at this. If we have again, using industry averages and based on what we talked about before as very, very moderate pricing, which is $40 a week over 52 weeks, which is 2080. We're going to use that as the basis of our calculation. So let's say we have a hundred leads that come and actually opt in. Now, based on the industry averages, we have 60 of those 100 schedule. Then at the 50% lead schedule to show rate, we have 30 of them show up and our in-person close rate is 50% which means we have 15 or that 15% that we talked about in the last slide, 15% actually convert. What that means is right there with those 15 sales, we've collected in contract value, $31,200. Okay, this is industry average. I'm gonna show you now the differences in if you start making tweaks to your lead nurture, how this is going to affect that bottom line in a major, major way. So let's focus on one thing, one thing at a time. 
let's say the only thing that we change now is we do a great job of getting our leads to schedule. Nothing else changes. All we do is we take our scheduled rate from a 60% to 75%. That's a 15% increase. Now we go from 100 leads and instead of having 60 booked, 60 scheduled, we have 75 scheduled, which now means that, again, based on the 50% show rate, we have 38 show. And then we have 19 of those actually close. So we now have four extra members giving us now about $9,000 or $8,000 of extra contract value over the course of that month. So just by changing the amount of leads that we get scheduled, we're collecting now another $8,000, just about $8,500. Now, let's do this the other way. Let's leave our leads scheduled as the industry average at 60%, but let's increase the amount of leads that actually show. So let's say, again, we've gone from 100 leads to 60 scheduled because we're back to the industry average. But now what we've done is we've been able to actually get 75% of the leads that scheduled to show up. That's a huge difference. And that, that now takes us to 45 scheduled leads that showed up and 23 closes. So now we've made a huge change. We've gone from that first number of 15 closes in a month all the way through to 23, giving us a total contract value of 47.8. So that right there is like a $16,000 improvement or bump on that total contract value. Now, if we do both, this is where we start to really move the needle in a major way. If we do both of those things, we now are able to close 28 people a month and collect $58,000. That's a huge difference. So now let's, let's take a little comparison here. Remember, so if we kept the industry average, right, at 15 sales with all of the industry average statistics, we collected 31,000. As soon as we start to increase either the schedules or the shows or both, you can see the jumps that we start to make in our income, excuse me, in our revenue, not our income. It gives us a total difference of almost the exact same amount that we started with. So if we are able to increase our schedules and our shows, then we now are able to increase our monthly revenue in a, on a contract value perspective by $27,000. So there's a huge change there that we can make. Now, by simply putting systems in place where our lead nurture improves, we get the, we get the ability to almost double the contract value of cash that we pull in every single month. That's every single month. So you can see how month after month with these systems in place, you will continue to stack that contract value. And we're not even talking about actual cash collected here. We're just talking contract value. So again, cash collected will also increase because we're going to be collecting cash from each of those people as the contract value goes up and as we sell more. So this is, this is a virtuous cycle where our systems that we're putting in place will allow us to, of course, see more people, help more people, but generate so much more cash flow on a monthly basis. So what I want to do is let's take a step back. Let's look a little higher level at all this. So how do we put this stuff in place? What do we need to do? How does this work? Essentially, let's let's scale it all the way back. Let's think, for example, that we had only one new lead a month. So if we had only one new lead a month, what would we do to 
make sure that we rolled out the red carpet for them. We want to give them that like complete VIP experience. I would imagine that if you had only one lead a month, you would do absolutely everything to over deliver to give them an incredible experience, something that they would tell everybody about. And it would almost be impossible for them to say no and for them not to sign up and just hand over their money. Because they're the only person that you need to worry about. They're the only person you need to focus on. So of course, you're going to go above and beyond and you're going to make sure that they are completely taken care of and having the most incredible experience of their life. Now, where this gets difficult, like I said, simple does not mean easy, is that as we start to scale, it becomes more challenging to offer that exact same level of service and over-delivering and lead nurture to everybody, every single lead that we get. Now, can we take that from one to two? Yeah, probably. Can we take that from two to four? Yeah, probably. But can we start taking that from four to 10, from 10 to 25, from 25 to 50 to 100 leads a month? This starts to get very challenging as we start to hit the scale of, of lead generation that we need. So how do you deliver at scale? How do we do that? There's basically a three-step system with a little fourth bonus in there. So the system is, the, the three steps I should say, uh, number one is a system. Number two is a process. Number three is the execution. And then that bonus, that fourth bonus is automation. So we talked a little bit about the system. What's the system going to be in place? And in, in our particular instance, what we're talking about for the sake of the conversation is it's a seven-day trial. That's our sales system. That is what is put in place. That's the vehicle that we are using to get people from not being customers to being customers. That's how we're bridging that gap, okay, with our front-end offer, which in this case is a seven-day free trial. Now, the process. What does the process look like? We have an ad that takes them to a landing page or a lead form that takes them to a calendar page, which gets them booked in for a consult, which is either a phone call or in person. Okay, so that's our process. Now, what do we do from the lead nurture process then? How do we execute, right? Number three is our execution. How do we execute that? The biggest thing that we need to do to execute, of course, when somebody does book, they need to get email reminders. They need to get text reminders. They basically need to have confirmations that that confirm and let them know that they actually booked successfully, okay? But what needs to happen most importantly, whether somebody books and schedules that call with you or they don't, they need to receive a phone call from you within five minutes of becoming a lead. So they've opted in. They are now your lead. If they schedule, you call them. If they don't schedule, you call them. And that conversation is very simple. It's either a conversation that confirms their time that's booked or it's a conversation. Again, these are short two, three minute conversations. It's one that just gets them booked or attempts to get them booked because you saw that they didn't book. So again, we need to just reach out to them. And again, what we're doing here, we talked about time kills all deals. That's why as soon as they opt in, we're picking up the phone. We're not wasting any time and we are communicating with them directly. In almost all cases, what this does is this starts off your client relationship with them in an amazing fashion. It gets it off to the, to the 
it gets you off on the best foot possible because what they're realizing is, wow, these people are so incredibly thorough and good at what they do. It reinforces their decision to opt in. Like, I'm so glad that this is the people that I, this is the company that I chose to, this is the gym that I chose to want to work with, right? The last thing on this execution stage is that you want to, to some degree, follow up every single day from the time they book to the time that they have set to meet with you. And that doesn't need to be a lot. It's just a little check-in. I recommend a phone call, but if it's a text message, that is better than nothing. Basically just confirming their time. Again, they're reconfirmations. You are confirming over and over and over. And that's okay because that's just going to continually remind them that this is something that they need to do. You are a coach that they need to work with because look at how thorough you are and look at how much you care. Some bonus points on this one before we even get to the real bonus. Some bonus points on this one. If you can provide value to them in those check-ins. Let's say that, for example, you have somebody who has booked a call with you today as a lead there they're a lead today and they book a call with you for three days from now. So you have two days in between the time that they've opted in to when they're actually going to meet with you. So number one, they opt in, they become a scheduled lead. You're going to call them, confirm. Perfect. Tomorrow, you're going to reach out to them again. You're going to send them a quick little nutritional guide or something that's nice and quick. Basically just some piece of value on the nutritional side. Something like, hey, check out this amazing recipe. It's a healthy meal. Little. Next day after that, what you can do is you can give them a little preview of one of the classes that you're offering. These are the types of things that we do. These are the types of workouts that we have. Again, you're just providing a little bit of extra value. These are all things that inside your prospect's head is going to reinforce their decision and be extremely happy that you're the gym that they decided to actually sign up with and get started with. Now, the last piece of this is that bonus, the automation. So what this does is... This is going to allow you to be, let's say, quote unquote, hands off. And I don't want you to be fully hands off because we still want some human interaction and some human contact. So when it comes to lead nurture, the way that I set up all of my automations is the automations start the conversation. It's then on you to continue the conversation because as you start to get into the realm where you have hundreds of leads that you're managing a month, we can be dealing with two, three, 400 leads every single month. And that's a lot. So on a daily basis, if we're getting 10, 15 or more leads every single day, that starts to stack up over time and it becomes very hard to manage. So what we do is we, we build our automations out in such a way that the automations are what start those conversations. The automations are what make that phone call. Then the automations are what make those text messages and so on and so forth. And then as soon as you have replies back from your prospects, that's where you then tag in and start to continue those conversations. So that is exactly how I have implemented this in my gym. And it's exactly what has taken me to making that differential of adding an additional five figures of cash collect, excuse me, of contract value every single month that we're allowed, that we're able to connect, uh, collect and continue to grow and continue to stack month over month. So by implementing that four step system, which I, which I have right now. So again, what we have is our sales system, which is number one, 
What is our front end offer? Number two is that process, right? What does it look like? How does the lead opt in? How do they go from becoming a lead to actually becoming a customer or a client? Then you have your execution. What are the actual steps and what are the actual things that need to be done? And then last but not least, can we automate that? How do we automate that? And what does that automation look like? So again, is there a way to fully automate it and be 100% hands off? Yes, of course. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to fully automate and be completely hands off. And therefore, it becomes very obvious to people. Let's not say very obvious. It can become obvious to people that they're no longer speaking to a real human being. And now you're going to start having the reverse effect. So we need to use automations very carefully. And that's how I built it out. I built out the automations in a way that start the conversations for you. And then you pick it up from there. And then you continue that lead nurture. And that is what, again, as we, as I share my screen here, that's what allows us to take our industry averages up from a 60% schedule rate to 75%. And then bringing our show rate up from 50 to 60, 65, 70, and so on. And then again, when we start to do that, when we start to actually increase those numbers by that percentage, by that level of percentage point, we're able to almost double the money that we bring in. And again, I'm going to remind, this is doubling that every single month. So you can see how quickly this cash will start to stack. So put these systems in place. The sooner you put them in place, the sooner you will be able to start taking and reaping the benefits of this and collecting so much more money. So we have all of the scripts for all of these. I have all of the automations built out. If you have any questions, you can always just send me a message. I'm happy to help, happy to help you integrate these and put them into place so that you are able to not waste money on any more leads. We want you to spend your money appropriately and make sure that a high percentage of the leads that you actually get are being converted into your clients. And one last really, really important thing that we didn't even touch on in this is with everything that I outlined today, none of this even included improving your sales skills. None of it. So if we have an industry average of 50% close rate, but we don't even improve that at all, which of course we will improve it. I will give you the scripts. I will show you and I will teach you how to sell more effectively. I'll show you how to get that closing percentage up in the 75, 80%. But this is even without that, you're still able to almost double the amount of cash collected. All right, I hope that helps. Implement this stuff. Take, take the system, the process, the execution that we discussed today, Implement that as soon as you can and watch your numbers skyrocket. You will make incredible improvements very, very quickly and you'll never look back. All right. Good luck, guys. Absolutely crush it. I know that you guys are going to take this, implement it, and do amazing, amazing things. You will also get to help and change more lives, which is exactly what I know you guys are here for. All right. Thank you, guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you share this podcast with other gym owners out there so we can grow this community and together we can impact and change more lives. I'll see you guys in the next episode.